It's time for a legendary introduction. Welcome to Unpacking the Box. I really think nobody does it better. Join the conversation as we cover everything from life and relationships. All a woman wants is a choice. Inspiring interviews. That just hit me. Wow. And everything in between. Just keeping it real. We keeping it all the way real. Whoa. Now let's start unpacking. This is Linnea, your host, and welcome back to Unpacking the Box podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? The show starts in 10, 9, Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Today, I'm here with Chelsea, who is a teenpreneur. She is the CEO of Iridescent by Chelsea, which is a really cool clothing brand. She's also an author, brand ambassador, soon to be fellow podcaster. She's out here wearing all the hats, y'all, inspiring myself and so many others. Hello, Queen. How are you? I'm doing great today. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I am so happy to have you. I'm happy to talk to you today. So before we get started about the all, first of all, are you still 16? You're 16 years old, right? Yeah. Recently turned 16. You just turned 16? Yeah, in May. Oh, okay. 16. That, That right there just blows my mind that you're 16 wearing all these hats. Like, do you know how amazing that is? Do you realize that? I don't know. Sometimes it just feels normal to me because I've been doing it for so long. Yes. I'm just thinking like, cause I know when I was 16, I was not even like where your mind is. Like I was not even thinking about like starting a business or just being productive in that way. So I just think that's so powerful and so inspiring to be 16 and already with like this bomb mindset, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm from New York, Brooklyn, New York. Hey, okay. All right. And how is it there? How is it growing up there? Um, lots of noise, very busy. People move fast, walk fast. They're doing everything really fast paced here. So I guess that's the kind of like environment I grew up in. Mm-hmm. So what sparked your interest in starting your own business? Why did you, why did you want to do that? Um, Well, it was actually first encouraged to me by my mom because she owns her own business. She has her own boutique and she has her own online business. And I think around the age of nine, she started asking me, like, do you want to start your own business? Do you want to sell your own stuff? Um, And that's when the idea was first kind of implanted in my head. Um, Mm -hmm. And from there, like, I didn't really have a business, but I would be like selling stuff occasionally. And as time progressed, she was like, yeah, you know, you, you, you may as well like create an official business. Yes, I love that. And is that also where like your passion and your drive comes from? Yeah, I would say so. Um, you know, from my mother having her own business to my father recently, a few years ago, having his own business. And now my brother is showing interest in a business. It's just like 
when you see the, uh, the people around you, like having that drive and that passion to support themselves, it kind of helps you too. Yes, I love that. I love it. So for those who don't know, tell us about Iridescent and, you know, what the inspiration behind that is and, you know, what kind of items we can find. Yeah, sure. So um, uh, Iridescent by Chelsea is like, like you said, my apparel brand and really it's kind of gravitated a lot throughout the years at first um, when I picked the name Iridescent because um, it basically means when light is shining from like the different parts of an object like when something's iridescent you know iridescent nails and those kind of stuff it's really shiny rainbowish colors all different colors when you look at it and that's how I started with like bedazzled iridescent items I first had bedazzled keychains bedazzled pop sockets and bedazzled calculators um and that's what I was at first I was like yeah I just want to sell pretty or cute or shiny items but as mm -hmm. time went on, I was like, I want to sell more than this. I want to like really create stuff that aren't just like basic bedazzled shiny items. And that's how I got to where I am currently. When my mom came to me with the idea of like, why don't you try like selling clothes? Like you say a lot of stuff that I feel like would go really well on clothing items. And that's when the interest was like, once again, for my mom, like recommending to me. And I was like, yeah, I like this. I'll take this idea and try and create something from it. And that's how we now have shirts, let's say like, you know, like not during a pandemic or like during mm -hmm. a pandemic though, or even the one I made for Black History Month, it was like not during Black History Month. And there are so many other shirts that are going to be shirts and like different apparel that are going to be um, launched in the future as well. Uh, one other shirt that's really popular now is the one that says this too shall pass because mm -hmm. I just feel like in this kind of a time, the idea of my shirts is I want it to fit like the current times that we're in so that people can wear them and it's applying to the situation they're actually in. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yes, I saw your uh, items and so dope. So dope, you guys. I love it. And it's very creative like, with the colors and just all the different things. And also I saw some bedazzle stuff on there too, which I love. I love anything that like sparkles. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's very like, I love it because it's very, I've always been like a girly girl. So I love that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Now, when, when school was in session, like how did you balance between keeping up with school and like running a business and doing all the things that you're doing? How did you balance that? Um, well, my parents always had like a, a really strong, like schoolwork comes first, you know, prioritize your education and what you're doing in school before anything else. So mm -hmm. for a, a period of time, it was mostly me just working on school and I like forgot about my business. I had to put my business to the side for a bit. But then I started realizing that I could kind of balance it if I put in the effort into my schoolwork. And then once I'm done with that, working on my business, I could do two at the same time. And at certain points, they actually merged. Like once people started learning that I had a business, when it would be like Secret Santa or those kind of events in school, people would come to me and be like, hi, can I like buy one of your items because someone requested it for their Secret Santa or whatever it was. And that's mm -hmm. how I kind of got the balance in doing my schoolwork and then working on my business, selling my products, trying to promote myself. Okay. Yes. Now, do do you ever encounter those moments where you feel pressure just being like 16, running a business and wearing so many hats? Do you feel that pressure and, you know, some days feel like giving up? And if so, like, how do you overcome that? Yeah, uh, all the time, especially that I'm in like high school now. I'm in 
junior year, right after this is senior year, and then I'm out of high school and moving on to college, um, especially during like really peak times in school, like right before summer vacation, right before any kind of vacation and near the end of the school year, there's a lot of assignments, a lot of essays, you know, projects, tests, quizzes that the teachers are assigning around that time. And Mm -hmm. often when I would be up at night trying to like study and prepare for these different tests, you know, there was always thought in my mind, like, should I just like let go of business so I can focus on school? Like I'm feeling stressed out working on both of these and business is not going where I want it to. Um, And in those moments, I would really like consult those who are like really close to me and in my circle you know I'd like talk to my parents and be like you know um I'm having a hard time with the business you have any suggestions and they would give me like their thoughts and tell me like at the end of the day it's up to you I would speak to my really really close friends and from that kind of encouragement from my close circle and also for me just being too I guess you know like headstrong and stubborn on just giving up on my business those is what that's what really like pushed me through those moments to say no you know what I'm not going to give up on this business I can see it going much further than it is right now and if I give it up right now then I'm not going to know what it can look like in the future Mm -hmm. and this is why so I, I find your story and the things that you're doing to be so intriguing because you're 16 and it just me as a woman and so many of us who are entrepreneurs and you know are older we I think we all share that common thing where it's like it's 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 a struggle it's a struggle you know running a business just in general no matter who has a business it's a struggle um because you know when you first start it's not everything that is cracked up to be right it's like (laughs) it's really hard and then I'm just so like amazed at how you're handling it all and I see you like grinding on you know your social media outlets always promoting, always creating. And and you you inspire me to keep going because I have a lot of those moments where I just want to like dissolve the business. I want to give up. I want to stop everything that I'm doing because it just becomes a lot of pressure and it's just too hard. But then when I see you and you are just grinding and you're, you're, you're doing and you're being, you know, and I'm like, I can't give up. You know, I can't. So I think that's amazing. And I'm so proud of everything that you've done and are going to do. Thank you so much. You are so welcome, Queen. Yes. Now, when you are, because I want to, I want to get into some of the other things that you're doing as well. But when you are like creating these things that you're doing, do you have like a vision board for yourself? What are, you know, how are you putting these things in motion? Um, so I'm a very like physical person. I have to like see the idea for it to like really, I don't know, um, come to, to to mind for me. I can't do like digital notes or digital anything like that. So for me, I really gravitate between two things. I have this really trusty notebook where I'm always writing down business ideas, tips, stuff I want to put into place. And then I have like this wall of post-it notes. And it's just really me just pondering all different thoughts in my business, potential products, potential like social media ideas, different mm-hmm. things I will work on in the future, anything from like what I'm going to do the next day on my business to years ahead in the future. And I find that by writing down these ideas, as soon as they come into my head, instead of letting them like go away and forgetting about them, it helps really put things into perspective of, okay, I can work on this and then this and then this. So that's what I kind of really use post-its and my notebook. I love that. Okay, those are great, great techniques. Now, you are also an author. I love yes. that. Yes, let's talk about your book. So we can, I'm going to make sure I'm going to purchase your book today too. I want to get that book. 
You are so welcome. I'm going to support you, Queen. Yes. So let's talk about your book. What inspired this, you know, book? Did you, were you always a writer too? Did that, is that something that you always loved? Yeah, writing actually came like way ahead of thinking of being a business owner or an entrepreneur or anything like that. I had been writing since literally like I joined school in like elementary school. And from there um, in English, we were always writing poems, short stories and stuff like that. But what really Mm -hmm. stuck to me first was poems. Um, I remember the very first poem that I like brought home and my mom was like, I think you really have something for this was one of those school like I am poems where each sentence starts with I am and you describe something about yourself like you know I am the child of two parents or I am the child whose family does this and that or I'm the person who does this and Mm -hmm. I found that even after school outside of these assignments I would be looking up poem ideas and writing my own versions of those and I actually had this Google Docs on our old um, desktop where I would just write poems and it was like this 24 to 36 page Google document of like young me writing these different poems and my mom always held on to that and mm-hmm. throughout school you know uh, somewhere around middle school she like reminded me of them and was like hey like you have these poems I think you could publish these and create new ones and work on them and stuff and I went through like a year and some long process of creating new poems, editing mm-hmm. my old poems, you know, putting away poems and saying, you know what, like, that's just not the, the mood I'm going for with this. And um, after a, a long process of those, I was like, okay, these are my poems. And it was really like a me process a lot. I was writing the poems, I was editing the poems, I formatted the book, I created the book cover and the back. Uh, I created all the text, the, you know, the the beginning of the, um, absolutely, like, almost everything was me, except for me consulting, like, my parents, of course, and be like, you know, what do you think of this line? Do you like how this is, like, rhymed? Do you like the title? Blah, 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 this. Mm-hmm. And eventually, like, I came out with a solid theme and focus and everything that I was going to do for my my poetry book. You know, it's called My Candid Words. The word candid really stuck out to me because, it's about being honest, being you, being who you are without filtering yourself. And the word candid has actually stuck to me. Besides the book, I have my YouTube channel, which is called My Candid World, because it's me just being me, not putting on a fake persona for YouTube. And that's what the entire poetry book is. It's me being honest, giving my thoughts in the po- in poems. Um, the main focus of it is like social justice themes, different stuff from, you know, like Black Lives Matter to being a woman and our bodies constantly being like targeted to just me talking about what home means to me, what family means to me. So it really covers um, a broad range of topics. And I'm really proud of it. You know, I am still really proud of it. And I can't wait to release not only the next poetry book, but the next actual book book. I'm currently working on a novel which is definitely going to be something new to me because I'm always writing poems. Poems is natural to me, but like mm-hmm. writing a book, like a, something with a story and a plot is something that's a challenge, but I'm also really enjoying it. Yes, you should be proud of yourself. This is a great accomplishment. I love it. Yes. And then the fact that you're going to write a novel too, and you say you aren't used to doing that. And so you're about to challenge yourself in that way. That is amazing. Yes. And that do y'all hear all the hats that she wears? Because not only is she an author, a business owner, I mean, you have a podcast that's coming out in August, right? Yes. 
and is it it's nerding out with Chelsea yes that's correct yes tell us about that because from what I gather um from this podcast this is going to be first of all so unique and so different and just so great tell the people about that yeah so um nerding out with Chelsea for me is um something really new because not only being black but being a girl um you aren't really allowed to be like nerdy you know around people in public or anything like that it's seen as weird it's seen as you know like not a a great personality trait and I found it was really confusing for me when I tried to talk about these kind of stuff and the main demographic of people who were like open and about and talking about anything nerdy were like you know mostly like boys and there was just this kind of like weird clash with oh we're like you're a girl we don't really want to talk about you talk about these stuff with you and I was so confused for a while until like Mm -hmm. I met the people who were like yeah let's talk about this this is fun we really like this and from that you know I've just become more and more open about me being nerdy and liking different stuff that are conventional um I find that it also helps that my parents they're like whatever you want we don't care about like if your hobbies are seen as like cool or not, you know, they don't bother me about doing sports or anything like that. If I want to play video games, if I want to play something like my dad used to play like Dungeons and Dragons. And he's like, I find it really cool that you found your own interest in that. He didn't even mention to me that he used to play. And I realized that I wanted to talk about this, not only with my circle of people who I do talk about it with, I want to say the different ideas, um, that I have about the different nerdy topics to other people because I found that I always bring a unique perspective to things because people will be talking about oh yeah I love the plot of this show and this and that and that and I was like yeah I do too but you know like did you also see the way they portrayed black people in this like did you notice they gave them like big red lips and blah 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 and this and mm-hmm. they'll be like I didn't even notice that and that's when I realized that there's certain things I'm noticing about these different nerdy topics that I'm like consuming that other people haven't even really brought to their minds. I love that because you're going to expose people to that and also help to normalize it because it should be. And I'm glad you brought that up because that's really important because it's like when we are into those different things, you know, it is labeled like nerdy or it's labeled like that's like it's not normal. And so your um your podcast is going to be so amazing and it's going to break those barriers, you know? Yep. Yes, I love it. So when you are not working and doing all these amazing things, what do you like to do for fun? Um, I love to cook. I love to bake. I'm really passionate about gardening and like knitting as well. So all these really like nice reserved stuff that you can just like do to like calm down. Um, especially gardening, I find for me is really fulfilling watching the stuff that I've literally like all this effort in grow especially if I can like actually eat or like taste whatever it is that I grew um I find knitting for me is just like really fun and like comforting I love to like knit while watching a show or just knit outside with nice weather um these are things to me that I kind of like randomly got an interest in and thanks to my parents I'm able to like put more effort into like um actually with knitting it first came to me in school you know we had to choose clubs and I didn't really, I couldn't repeat the ones that I had done before. So knitting was recommended to me. And it was really just mm-hmm. this classroom of people from different grades. We would watch the Great British Baking Show. We would have tea there. The teachers who hosted the club had a kettle and you would go up, get your tea bag, make yourself some tea. And we would all just knit there. And it really stuck with me. I continued knitting. I got my own 
needles and stuff. And actually for a period of time, I would actually knit on the train and people would always be like staring at me as I was making my transit to school. And I would pull out my long scarf and just start knitting on the train. Um, mm-hmm. with, with gardening, it's actually been encouraged by my grandmothers. You know, they used to like herb gardens and those kind of stuff. And I took it from there and I'm growing like kale, spinach, onions, flowers, and all kinds of stuff. And it's really relaxing to me. The time just goes by whenever I do these activities. I love that. So what do you enjoy cooking the most? Do you have like a favorite meal that you love cooking? Um, I don't know about a favorite meal, but obviously for me, um, cooking like Caribbean and Jamaican dishes are my favorite because my parents are Jamaican. And so whenever I do cook a dish like that, they're like, oh yeah, this is great. You know, you can work on this, you can work on that. And it's a lot different than if I'm, you know, cooking from a different cuisine, then obviously they don't know what it's supposed to taste like. So I find mm-hmm. that it's most gratifying when I make something Jamaican or Caribbean because they can give me like real, really good like feedback and critique on how it is and what I can work on. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Do you have a favorite movie? Ooh, um, I would have to say like a favorite, more like movie series. And it would have to mm-hmm. be um, probably the Fast and Furious series for me because um, I like, I attribute it with like really fun, like bonding time because every time a new Fast and Furious movie comes out, me, my dad and my brother, we, we would always go to the movie theaters, get the big popcorn, the candy mm-hmm. for my brother and all the different like snacks that they would have there. And we would watch the movie like, usually the week it came out and it was always so fun afterwards on the drive back home and we would be constantly talking about what happened in the movie so for me I attached that series like really fun family bonding time yes that is a really really good uh franchise I love it I love that um if you could travel back in time and pick anyone from the past to have a conversation with who would that be and why um That's a tough question. Um, It's really hard to pick, but I think I would say either uh, Toni Morrison or I, oh yeah, either Toni Morrison or Angela Davis, because for me, they're like two really amazing women who do really amazing things in their own way. And what I either read stuff that they've written or listen to the words that they've said, um, I just find it really inspiring that they were just doing what they wanted to do and didn't even, I don't know if they even realized for how like revolutionary it was, um, especially for me mm-hmm. with the different books that she has. And they're like stuff that you really have to take piece by piece and process because she puts so much into it. Um, mm-hmm. And with Ed Davis, I just like a lot of what she stands for from, you know, like being your natural hair, being your natural body and just prioritizing yourself and your boundaries um, as a black woman or as a woman in general, they're like two people I would have loved to sit down and have a conversation with. Wow, those are great ones. I love it. I love it. If you were forced to give up either your phone or your computer, which one would you give up? Um, for me, it's really easy. I would easily give up my computer because I find that I use my phone for so much that just relying on a computer that I can't even take with me wherever I'm going would be like, oh my God, it would kill me with my (laughs) phone. I I do everything, you know, I like, I post, I record videos, I edit videos, I publish videos, I stay in contact with my friends. I'm constantly FaceTiming my mom and my friends. 
Um, I, I'm just doing everything. I'm checking my emails, watching YouTube, watching Netflix, watching just regular TV on my phone. It's like, what, what am I supposed to do without it? You know, Google Maps is like my lifeline. If I'm going somewhere new, like I would probably be lost in New York, you know, struggling. <laughs> I didn't have Google Maps sometimes. So definitely my phone. Yes. Okay. I, I feel you on that, man. The phone is like everything. <laughs> it's, it's everything. Yeah. So I feel you on that one. So listen, I had so much fun talking to you, Chelsea. Yes. I had so much fun too. It's, it's, it's always great to just talk about my business. I'm in love with my business. Yes, that part. Okay. And I can tell, I can tell that because, you know, some of us, you know, we like what we're doing, right? But yeah, it's, it's, it hits different when you throw passion into the mix and when you throw love into the mix, it hits different. You have to love what you're doing. And that's so amazing to hear you say that. Yeah. Yes. Now, before I let you go, though, I love to do something with every guest. It's called Unpack Your Box. And that's basically where you get just, you know, a minute. I always say no one is counting. Where you can just say whatever it is you want to say, whatever you want to release, whatever is on your heart. For anyone listening to this, if you're um, in that moment where you're really doubting yourself and what you're doing and you just don't really know what direction to take, that try not to spiral, just try and center yourself, center like where you are. If you have someone that you really, really trust that you can, you know, unload these thoughts on and get advice from them, then do that. Reach out to them. If you bottle everything up sometimes, I find that you'll self-destruct. You'll start thinking, no, I'm doing everything wrong. You just need to stop everything. And that can be really like harmful to yourself. So just be kind to yourself, especially if you're out there starting a business, a podcast, just doing anything that's out of the ordinary. Then you need to realize that what you're doing is like a huge leap. It's something amazing. And you should be proud of yourself for what you are doing. So just be kind to yourself, value yourself and your mental and your emotional health before anything else. Yes. Thank you for dropping that gem. I love it. I love it so much. So before you leave, make sure you tell the people where they can keep up with you, connect with you and all that good stuff. Yeah, of course. So you can find me on Instagram at Chelsea Hayes. It's really simple. Um, everything is really there. My YouTube, My Candid World, or even if you just Google Chelsea Hay, it will come up. Most things will come up if you Google my name, Chelsea Hay. Um, you can find my poetry book, My Candid Words, on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, even Walmart. I found out recently, so it it, it should be accessible to honestly everyone, um, honestly. And my business, once again, iridescentbychelseahay.com. So check it out if you want. Yes, you guys connect with Chelsea. See what she has going on. Purchase some items. Get her book. All that good stuff. She is amazing. She is inspiring. We are proud of you, Chelsea. Okay. Yep. Thank you so much. You are so welcome, queen. All right, y'all, we are out. Before you leave, keep up with your girl on Instagram at unpacking underscore the underscore box underscore podcast. You can also email me if you like at unpackingtheboxpodcast at gmail.com. And also, if you are enjoying the show, if you were a guest on the show, you know, if you just 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 love the show, make sure you leave me a review and a rating on apple Podcasts specifically i don't know if you can do it on the other platforms but i know for sure you can on apple so yes do that for your girl especially if you're enjoying it you know let me know all right y'all be well <laughs>